Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm going to be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado, here we go. Hello and welcome back to my little Saturday mini-sode. Now, today I'm going to talk about how we should be aiming to thrive in our singlehood and celebrate it, not just survive. And I first want to talk about that insidious thing called the societal narrative around single people and women in particular. Most of what we find about singlehood in the media, in society, is focused on how to survive these years. How do we navigate this terrible affliction that we're suffering from that is being alone. And most of the stuff out there about being single is simply not about celebrating it in any way. It's all about, you know, how can we unsingle ourselves? How can we find a partner? How can we put an end to this torture that is being single? How can we shorten the amount of time that we have to sit in this waiting room until we get a boyfriend or a girlfriend so that our lives can properly begin? Well, I'm here to tell you that this is a load of fucking bollocks. And I think you guys know that by now. When words like survive and navigate are used to refer to singlehood, All this does is perpetuate the negative stories and stereotypes around being single. And actually, one thing that I'd just like to point out is, I think people should be far more concerned about, quote-unquote, navigating their relationships than we need to be worried about navigating our single lives. Because relationships require way more navigating than being single ever did or does. When you're in a relationship, it's all about learning to navigate being in a partnership. You know, the na- that's the nature of two people trying to coexist. Not so when you're single, because there isn't anyone else to navigate. And I know I'm being a little bit facetious here, but you, you get my point. I just want you guys to be aware, once again how societal narratives hugely affect 
why you may be feeling bad about being single. Although it feels like you feel shit about it and you don't want to be single and you think it means you've failed or you're lacking in some way, please, please, please be mindful of the beliefs in your subconscious that are actually driving you to think these kinds of thoughts. When everything we're reading, hearing and seeing is is geared towards sort of ending our singlehood, and when the constant noise from those around us implies that we must be waiting until we get into a relationship for our life to really begin, it is no wonder that so many women are feeling shit about their single lives instead of feeling excited. And excited and hopeful and positive is what you can and should feel in the exact same way that people who are getting married and having babies feel excited and positive and hopeful about their lives. There's no difference in the amount of excitement and joy that we can feel when we're single compared to those who are in relationships. Your relationship status is not the decider when it comes to how you feel about your life. It is irrelevant whether or not you're married, whether or not you have kids, when it comes to being happy. And I'm really sorry, not sorry, but I will keep saying this to you guys until you believe it. The beliefs that we have around being single are so, so strong and we have not actually chosen them. They've been chosen for us and so we need to change those beliefs so that we can all be thriving as singles and we can let go of this bullshit idea that we're just surviving until our next relationship Most of the beliefs that we have come from our childhoods when we were little sponges for the first sort of 11 or 12 years of our lives. And in those first 11 or 12 years, we picked up beliefs from those around us, from our family, our teachers, TV, radio, books, films, magazines. And what do all of those things focus on? They focus on partnership, the fairy tale, getting married and having kids. It's all we know. And therefore, it's all we believe. But you've got to realise that these narratives are not inherent truth. And that's the really key thing that we all have to remember. Now, when it comes to celebrating singlehood, where is the celebration? Where, where is it? Well, it doesn't exist. That's the freaking problem. Although... Having said that, I truly do believe that things are starting to shift and doing this podcast for the last year has given me so much hope that there is a kind of a movement happening around this whole thing. But we need to be the people who are getting rid of this story that says, oh, you poor single person, why can't you seem to close the relationship deal? There must be something wrong with you. We have to start contributing to changing this this assumption that people have that we are somehow miserable and moping around at home, desperate for a relationship. And I, for one, take offence to anyone who thinks that that's how I feel about my life. Although actually, I don't even really take offence anymore because it's not about me. It's about the lens through which whoever might be thinking that is looking And that's on them. That's not on me or you. 
So what can we do as single women? Well, we need to stop perpetuating the current narrative by basically owning our single lives. We're just living life. We're just humans being. Not everyone feels as though they're incomplete because they happen to be single. Some of us are single for no other reason than we just happen to be single, myself included. I just do not feel the same need to have a partner as those people who do feel like that. I just happen to be very content on my own and I'm just living my life. And that doesn't mean, I've said it before, that doesn't mean I'll never have another boyfriend. It just means I honestly do not care either way. And if anything, I lean towards staying single just because the rest of the world seems to need to partner up. I don't. We don't. But also that doesn't mean that I don't need or want love and support. It just means that I already have those things in abundance from friends and family So I don't feel like I'm lacking in in that respect at all. But I think the more of us who kind of come out as happily single, thank you very much, the more dinners we go to where there are two or three or four single people sitting around the table instead of just one, then the less the narrative has to feed off. Because suddenly it's like, oh, hang on, there are several people here who appear to be perfectly happy on their own. Maybe there's something in this. So getting to the point of what this mini-sode is about, I know this is a completely, this is basically a bit of a random monologue that's just coming out of my head, but let's start thriving, not surviving. Let's celebrate the great things, not least, by the way, the fact that there are really fabulous things that we get to do, not despite the fact that we're single, but because of the fact that we're single. And I've talked about this a million times, but make no mistake about the benefits of being able to really, really focus on what you're here to do, what you really want to achieve in your life. There is no one holding you back or restricting the way that you can live your life. This period when you're single and you don't have kids, whether or not it turns out to be temporary or permanent, who knows? But this is your time to thrive in your life. This isn't the time to shrink down and allow society's perception of who you are or who you aren't to dampen the way that you feel about your life or the way that you live your life. Now is the time to really choose to thrive while you're in the position to be able to do the things that that you wouldn't or couldn't otherwise do. You know, you can be more present in your other relationships. You can give way more time to things that make you feel good. You can focus on things you're passionate about. And I really do believe that we all have things that we're passionate about, even if we don't know what they are or feel like we do. I just think that not enough of us actually ask ourselves the question, what do I want? Where am I going? What do I enjoy doing? But now is the time to do that because because you don't know when a relationship might come along. So we need to focus on all the possibilities And I think of this one quote, it's one of my favourite quotes, but it's one of my favourite Wayne Dyer quotes, which says, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And that really is so, so true. So we need to learn to focus on the good. We need to learn to focus on the things that we enjoy. We need to learn to focus on the benefits 
and really start to celebrate them. And actually, while I think of it, if you're worried about what other people think about the fact that you're single, you're worried that people, you know, friends or family or colleagues or whoever, if you're worried about them thinking about your singlehood as as a negative, then you have to take control of the situation rather than behave like a victim of it. And you know, the best way is to show people that being single gets to be great. You know that saying, don't show, tell. Because when you're happy in yourself and in your life, you don't need to tell people because it's obvious from your energy and from your just state of being. People can see it. And that is how we're going to get rid of this stigma and this shame. We have to own it. And not because we're trying to make a point, but because we actually mean it. Life isn't just about romantic relationships. It gets to be irrelevant whether or not you have a partner. It doesn't have to be this huge thing. Like, there's so much other stuff that we can be thinking about and focusing on. We place so much weight on romantic relationships. It's like we make them everything. When actually they're just a part of life. Some of us are in a romantic relationship. Some of us aren't. They're just a part of the human existence. They are not everything. And I think what we've done in our culture is we've made romantic relationships everything. We've made them central to everything. We've made them the most important thing over and above friendships, over and above, you know, other family relationships or or, or whatever. The culture that we live in has placed this romantic relationship-centricness, my God, what a mouthful, on partnership as if it has to be the one and only most important relationship that we should all be striving to have, that we all need in order to live a full and complete life. Well, that's not the case. And as you know, I certainly do not think that is the case because I feel like I'm living a full, very content, really quite peaceful life without a whiff of a partner in sight. And in the way that couples get celebrated and celebrate their coupled lives, we should also be celebrating our single lives. Apart from anything else, we should be proud of ourselves for being strong enough to live a life confidently and unapologetically without the need for someone else in everything we do, every decision we make, everything we eat, everything we listen to, everywhere we go. We should be celebrating the fact that we have autonomy over our lives and that we're not seen as part of a couple. And funnily enough, that's always been a fear of mine and something that I used to really struggle with when I was in a relationship. I used to feel really uncomfortable being put in this kind of box as part of a couple. And it really bothered me. I felt like my identity had somehow been taken from me and it made me feel very sort of not like myself, I guess. So let's celebrate the fact that being single allows us to have that autonomy that as soon as we get into a relationship, inevitably that to a certain extent goes just by virtue of being in a relationship. So yeah, I feel like this this episode has been a bit a bit kind of like all over the shot really. I don't really know exactly what the hell I'm banging on about, but <clears throat> Anyway, I hope there was something in there that might have been useful. I guess what I'm trying to say is, 
Let's use our time as single women to really thrive in life rather than just survive until we find the next relationship. Because another thing I always say is that life is short, life is precious. I mean, I'm like traumatized by the fact that it's already February. Like, I'm not kidding you. I'm thinking, how have we already had one of the only 12 months of this year? It's blowing my freaking mind. So yes, I think the key is to try and reframe it and try and refocus on other things if you are currently primarily focused on when you're going to get a boyfriend or a girlfriend or how blah 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 because to use again the Wayne Dyer quote that I just mentioned if you change the way you look at things the things you look at change so if you change the way that you look at your single dumbness hood whichever is the correct word, maybe they all are, then life's going to look different in a really good way. Okay, also actually, while I think about it, and I always forget to say this um, at the end of podcasts, but one really good way of changing your subconscious beliefs around being single, those sort of negative limiting beliefs, is through affirmations. And And if you sign up to my website, you automatically get sent uh, my top 10 mindset tips. But if you then reply to the email with those mindset tips on it, if you just reply back to that email, um, I can send you some affirmations. There's about six minutes worth of affirmations that I did ages ago, which are geared towards single women. So... If you like those affirmations, then just go to lucymegason.com, sign up to the website, you'll automatically get my PDF of my top 10 mindset tips, which I think are pretty damn useful, um, and I certainly live by them. But yeah, if you want the affirmations, then just reply to that email, and I'll send you my affirmations. And I've recorded two versions. I've recorded one version that I say, I am worthy, I am awesome, I am this. And then I've recorded another version that says, you are worthy, you are awesome, blah, blah, blah. So you can just let me know whether you want the I am version or the you are version or both. Um, And I will very happily send them over to you. Okay, waffling on. Uh, Have a great weekend. Remember that you are awesome. And I'll see you back here on Tuesday. Okay, bye.